It's here, it's here! Come on, come on! Open it already! Yes! Hey, everyone! Hi! This is episode number 12 of the Boys With Their Toys podcast. And I'm not the greatest, but Muhammad Ali was the greatest, and rest in peace to him. But I'm Nate, and to my left is... Mike. And to his right is me again, like I did last week, but to my right is... R.I.P. Kimbo. This is Chubbs. Yeah, that's sad news. What do you guys think? How are you guys feeling about these two great fighters? We so lost sad. Yeah, they lost two in one week. Very sad. Yeah, I saw like a picture online. It's like fight at the pearly gates. It's like Muhammad versus Kimbo, and then <laughs> a guest referee was Harambi the gorilla. Really? Yeah, this is the gorilla that that got shot. Oh, was, damn, yeah, that's so bad. I was like, oh, dang, wow. that's crazy. But yeah, that's crazy that we lost two of like you know fighters, the greatest fighters in their own respects, within like so closely of each other. Uh, but Kimbo, his last fight wasn't looking too good, though. Which the, fight was that? The one against uh, Dada 5000 or whatever. He fought at Bellator, I think. He lives in the streets. Yeah, but... Only uh, fights in them streets. I think, yeah, he got caught for doing, like, some performance-enhancing drugs or whatever. And so he won that fight, but after they found out he did those drugs or whatever, he, like, lost, hit a forfeit the victory. Damn. Oh, wow. I think the last, like, known fight that I seen was so long ago that it was a fight where um, Kimbo lost that one pink-haired dude. That was like his first fight, I think. Yeah, it was like his first UFC. Have you seen it? Uh, probably. I don't remember. Yeah, like, Kimbo was supposed to fight someone else, but the other person that he was supposed to fight, I think he got injured or something, or he he, I, he just couldn't perform, so then they replaced him with another guy, and this dude was tiny, and he beat his ass in, like, 30 seconds in the first round. Yeah, I know a lot of people, when they make the jump into UFC, they, like, fuck up. Like, Brock, when he did it. Oh, yeah. He's actually coming back for UFC 200, I believe. He's fighting Mark Hunt, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah, so Brock's coming back. Still doing it. Yeah, didn't he get better though? After like he got a lot better after his, his like... first fight. Yeah, I think he will, he won a couple, but then he lost a couple, and then he just went back to WWE, and now he's going back. I don't know. He's he's crazy. He's, he's... a buff man. Buff man. That's Anyways, yes. So this is episode twelve of the Boys with Their Toys podcast, not the Boys with Their Fists podcast, even though it sounds like that. But we wanted to pay our respects to Muhammad Ali and Kimbo Slice. Rest in peace, guys. And the gorilla. Yeah. All you animal lovers. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's just get into it. How was everyone's weeks? We'll start off with Justin. How was your week? Comic Con. Going right into that. Oh, uh, so you guys want to? Well, okay. Overall, how was your week? It was good. How was your week, Mike? It was okay. And my week was all right. So yeah, let's just uh, talk about Phoenix Comic Con for uh, this first bit. So yeah, as you guys know, uh, we talked about it last week. We were going to go to Phoenix Comic Con, which happened this past weekend. So June, I believe it's the fourth through the second s- through the fifth, or second through the fifth, something like that. But yeah, we are at Comic Con this week, so we're just going to talk a little bit about that. So I'll pass it back to Justin. You go ahead and start it off. So I guess I will say my favorite part was definitely the fact that we all dressed up. Well, me and Nate dressed up for two days. Mike, you dressed up for one day. One. Yep, so no, we... two. I was your guys' dad the second day. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He did some sweet-ass cosplays. I cosplayed as a Marvel civilian the first day, and then a sweet-ass Rorschach. I, oh, actually, no, kind of ghetto Rorschach. <laughs> There's only two Rorschachs at the con, me and some other dude, and the other dude had a way more accurate suit than me, and there was a point where we, like, crossed paths, and we just stared each other down, and I just bowed down to him because his cosplay was way better. But yeah, it was lots of fun. I picked up lots of toys. We'll talk about it in Good Toy Hunting. And uh, lots of cool panels, too. And I believe we have a leak. We're going to leak something. Our first leak, right? Are we? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't really call it a leak because he's like, this is confirmed, also he not said confirmed. Don't say, he said don't say anything, though. Well, because he didn't because it would be like a rumor. So, I don't know. I mean... I don't even know what we're talking about it's right in, now. It's right in the notes in um, front of me. <laughs> I'm not going, going to leak anything because I don't know 
Oh, well, you said we were going to leak it when we talked about it. But never I, mind. I don't there's really no, want to. There's going to be no leak, guys. <laughs> I don't want to be the ones to fuck that up for him. Nate backed right. out, you bitch. We won't leak anything. I'm just kidding. I'm going to pass it to Mike. Um, Yeah, I had a lot of fun at Comic-Con. Uh, first day, I dressed up as the Marvel civilian. Then second day, I didn't dress up. Uh, I kind of just thought of my costume as I was there because <laughs> I was holding the backpack filled with water so everyone could stay hydrated. So... I, I just said I was their dad. So if anyone asked what am I, I said that was I was their dad. But no Why one Why is asked. your dad shorter than you guys? <laughs> so yeah, I was a single dad taking his three kids out to Comic-Con to make sure they had a normal life. But uh, that was that. Like Justin said, we did some other stuff that we're going to talk it about later on in the podcast. But overall, had fun. Saw a lot of cool shit. Wasn't a Mortal Kombat tournament. Had a lot of fun. Didn't win. Got your ass kicked. Didn't get my ass kicked. Went three and two. Pretty dope. But people got into my head. I'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna pass it over to Nate. Okay, uh, yeah, so like we said, had a bunch of fun, we cosplayed. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw the pictures, you saw us the first day as Marvel Civilians, which is, for those who don't know, it's like a meme, and it's pretty much whenever a superhero wants to be a civilian in the Marvel Universe, they pretty much just wear a fucking blank hat and a jacket and like some aviators, and they're, and they're in disguise, no one knows who they are. And then the second day, I went as Ness from Super Smash Bros. 4, one of his alternate costumes, which is a baseball tee, which is pretty easy because uh, it's a lot harder to find striped shirts than I thought, especially doing it the day before of the the con. So I found that red shirt, and I was like, you know what? I'm rocking with this. And I got recognized by, like, three people, which is cool. A lot more than I thought. Oh, we also got recognized (laughs) as civilians, too. We were walking by this guy's booth, and he's like, oh, I see, incognito gentlemen, Team Cap, I see. It was pretty interesting to see that happening. I was surprised. I didn't think anybody would really get the joke, but we got a couple, so that's good for us. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. The only thing that sucked was waiting for Mike to get freaking Diggle's autograph. Oh, yeah, David Ramsey. I was in line for a good, like, hour. I was surprised how long I was going to wait. But the only reason why I was waiting for so long because everyone who was in that fucking line was like, so what's it like to be on set? How what You got any <laughs> advice for any starting actors? And it's like, oh, are you enjoying the heat that Arizona's giving you? I was like, guys, just shut the fuck up. Please, just, he's a normal person. Just talk to him. Go on. And that was it. When I went up to him, he's like, hey, because uh, I got my mom an autograph for her birthday. And so when he saw my mom's name, he goes, well, who are you? And I go, oh, I'm her son. And then, you know, we're talking. He's like, oh, so... I told him that it was my mom's birthday, and he's like, oh, you're a good son. I shook his hand, I go, thank you, you know, we're a big fan, you know, enjoy being here, and then I left, that was it. I kept it sweet and simple. Well, as it turns out, you didn't even have to wait in line, because later in the con, we found this sweet-ass hangout spot (laughs) just in the corner of the arena, what is it called, not arena, the fucking convention center, and we're just sitting, hanging out, and it was like the doorway to where the celebrities, like, go backstage, and they kept just, like, walking in front of us, passing by, we saw who Flash Gordon Diggle, um, Odette Fuhrer from The Mummy. The, the Mummy guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Ralph Macchio walked by us too. Oh no, uh, Flash Gordon. I just said that. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> that was the first thing uh, Billy Zapka walked by too, I think, one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty sweet. Like I was playing it cool. Mike was like, oh my god, it's Diggle. Guys, uh. guys, it's him. I was trying to take a picture as he walked by us, and I was going to put it on my Snapchat, but then Mike's like, oh, Diggle! You don't even like him, so, so you don't deserve to put it there. I just wanted to put it on there and be like, look, guys, this is y'all's boyfriend. But Mike, yeah, here. Mike got his attention my boyfriend ruined that spot for us. Thanks, Mike, for ruining that. You're like, welcome. You ruined everything. Speaking of boyfriends, are you happy that uh, you guys won game two? No, they lost today, though. They lost game three. Oh. Okay. So, uh, well, Open they, that fresh wound. Yeah. Side go. note from uh, the con. Uh, yeah. But that was fun seeing those celebrities. Who was the like the, your favorite celebrity you saw there? Like the most interesting one? Well, it definitely had to be Nolan North for sure. 
even though he's like a low key celebrity, more like underground voice actor, Mike. Uh, the one person I did want to meet, I was kind of upset that I didn't get to meet, was Jess Harnell. Well, he voiced a <laughs> wacko in Animaniacs or modern. The most recent thing he's done that, to my knowledge, was Scary Terry in Rick and Morty. So I wanted to meet him, but I passed it up because I was in the tournament. Nate, you didn't answer the question. Like what? Who was your favorite celebrity you saw that you were like, like, oh, I can't believe he's there right now. Uh, probably Nolan North then. Nolan North, yeah. Uh, I'd say Troy Baker just because after everything he's done, he pretty much voices fucking everybody, and he's gonna voice everyone in the future. That was interesting. It's cool to always get like voice actors because I've always wanted to like get into voice acting just because I always thought it was cool. So it's cool to hear his side of the story and telling pretty much how he got into the business and giving advice and stuff. That's always fun. And what else was the- okay? What was your favorite part of the con? Just hanging out, waiting in line. <laughs> yeah, all the sweaty people for sure. Just being you know, chest to ass with everybody in line. Best part. Uh, no, to be honest, was finding the video game hall. How we just accidentally stumbled across it, which is like I was like, this is where I need to be. Like doing what he does at home, but at the con. Exactly, but around more people, so it's not. Uh, I had the at home feeling, but it was like having a, a bunch of annoying siblings around you. That was your favorite part. That was my favorite. <laughs> being that, was, that and then the Einsteins that we found. That was my favorite. part. Oh, that was so good. That bagel was clutch. <laughs> Nate, uh, my favorite part was definitely all the cute girls with cosplays. They're just so pretty, all of them. And just, yeah, a lot of the work that people put in their cosplays, too, is ridiculous. And it's just always so fun to see, like, everyone dressing up and pretty much everyone there being nerds. And uh, that's I think that's what I said. So as we're walking, uh, someone pulled me aside, like, hey, you want to be in this video? And I guess it was for Tilt to Kilt, which is a bar out here. It's like schoolgirls. And they were like, oh, you want to be in this YouTube video? We're going to ask you a couple questions. And so, like, they asked me, like, what is the weirdest thing you've seen here? And I told them, I was like, the weirdest thing I've seen here is people not being weird because everyone here is so, like, dressed up and, like, nerding out about something. So just seeing someone who's normal there, you can tell they don't fit in. And it's kind of weird just seeing those types of people. Yeah, like, people stare at you if you're wearing normal clothes. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah, they can tell, like, you're not, like, nerdy about, like, something. If you just look normal, then... They look at you like, wait a minute, why are you here? <laughs> not one of us. Yeah, especially if you're not wearing anything. Like, even if you're not cosplaying, a lot of people wear, like, nerdy shirts that, like, people realize, oh, okay, this is what they like. And just seeing people who are not, like, related to that at all, you're like, okay, who, are you part of the staff? Are you a celebrity? Why, why are you here right now? It's really weird. I feel like more people on Sunday probably would wear regular clothes because, like, the first few days, like, they do their cosplay and the last days, like, where they get to, like, just be comfortable, hang out, buy all the fucking shit down you would think that you would think that but after working today so uh, uh, a couple of my customers that came through they uh, they said that they went on Sunday and I asked them I was like oh so was it dead you know was it a lot of uh, regular people there did anyone slash down the prices he goes nope there was a fuckload of people everyone was dressed up all the prices were the same it was as <laughs> packed as Saturday it's the cheapest day to get in <laughs> right and I was like really I go it wasn't like a normal chill day he goes no 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 he's like there was no elbow room there was nothing like every it was just as packed and I was actually I was kind of upset I didn't get to go on Sunday because I saw I found out George Perez was there. Oh yeah. And I was like, fuck! I could we could have went, but oh, I um, saw that Kid Flash. He like returned that Sunday. Oh really? He was yeah. He was there last year. So like, oh fuck! I should have went. I should have went to go get more pictures too. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, do you think this is what I think? I think this is the biggest it's ever been. This is the most crowded I've seen it. Uh, what was your overall thoughts about that? Like the crowd and how everything was. Handled? They need another convention hall to. They need us like spread it out more. It's already spread out so much, though. I guess, like, take... They already have the Hyatt across the street. They have the whole convention center. Upstairs, downstairs, everywhere. 
I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Did you guys hear on Thursday they gave away 30,000 tickets for free? What? There That's... was like some social media thing that was giving out 30,000 tickets. Yeah. And there was 100,000 people waiting in line. And then a bunch of people started passing out because they were waiting in line. Because yeah. the heat got to them. I was like, it's fucking crazy. I go, no, now I know why it was so busy. Because people were handing out passes. That's the worst part about cosplaying is this, this fucking heat here in Arizona. It was the hottest weekend ever. Yeah, sure. it's funny because like all like up to this month, it was like kind of cool every weekend, and like I think now the the weekends after this are going to be kind of cool too. But just this one weekend specifically, it was like the hottest. It was 118, I think, the highest that it got here, which is crazy. So people were just like definitely just hanging out inside and trying to avoid being outside as much as possible. Oh yeah, what was like your lowest point at Comic Con? Like where you just where you thought it was just it was too much. Coming out of that panel for the Nolan North panel. Where it just, took like five minutes to take one step. It took forever. We were just so packed. Like upstairs was packed and then the escalators and the, and the stairs were packed. And then downstairs, the lower level, everyone was packed. And it was just like fucking people were crowded. It felt like I was at a concert, like moshing with everybody. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I saw like on Facebook, uh, Comic-Con itself addressed that issue. They said, I guess on Friday... Do you remember how we went outside and there was a line? And we're like, what's this line for? Yeah. We realized it was to get into the registration hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that was like a freak accident. They addressed it. They're like, nothing like that's ever happened in the like, past seven years that we've done this. Like, that wasn't our fault. It's, uh, we tried to handle it as best as we could. And we just keep getting negative feedback about that. But we, we tried our best. This is just like a freak accident that happened. I don't know what it was that backed them up so much. But they got really backed up. And then there's also said like... Oh, I've heard rumblings about we need a bigger space. Well, there's nowhere bigger in Arizona. Yeah, no, it's the biggest this space is, you could have. Yeah, the biggest space in Arizona. So, like, those were a couple of issues that they had, and they tried to address it as best as they could, which I think they handled it overall pretty well. And it's always so organized, the event itself, which is surprising thinking about it. Because, like, when we live here, we don't think Phoenix Comic Con is as big as it is. But when you, like, hear about people who come, like, where are they all coming from? Or, like, what celebrities they bring in and stuff, you're like, wow, it's actually a lot bigger than I had thought it was. And I think it's pretty cool how like much it's growing. But yeah, they do definitely need to find a bigger spot. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I think maybe expand somewhere else. Just get a huge, like, 100-acre vacant lot and just right there. Boom. Fuck it, just do, like, two cons a year. I don't know. Do one at the beginning of the year? One Con A, con B. Well, that's what they're doing now. They're doing Fan Fest. Fan so. Fest isn't that big. No, but, like, break up, like, the actual, like, Phoenix Comic Con title. and they then can't. like Yeah, or at it least... It needs to be all one dominant weekend. Yeah. But um, do you think it'll eventually pass up San Diego? No. No, I... <laughs> It's never going to pass San Diego, only because San Diego brings in the bigger celebrities and the bigger, like, uh, DC and Marvel go there and, like, announce all their shit. If they did that here and announced a bunch of their stuff, yeah, they would, but I don't think that it's going to get to that point yet. It's too hot. I, I think the next goal is for them to beat, like, a, like a C2E2 or something like that, because those are pretty big themselves. Mm-hmm. Or, like, New York Comic Con, because New York Comic Con is pretty big, too. So those are the only ones. But this is definitely, uh, definitely a, like, a good event for the city, just because it brings so much business and, like, culture and gets people, like noticing geek culture and seeing how like big it is now and how like how much is taking over like geek culture itself one thing that i have been hearing around that people are saying it doesn't feel like it's comic con anymore because you're seeing less comic books and you're seeing more toys more video games more everything but comic books and um even then like you didn't even see that many uh comic artists writers you didn't see that many um anything in that um genre that you know that you would normally want to see and i think it's just to where that's what Al- artist alley is for that's where you see most of them but yeah it is taken over mostly by everything else i do agree with that yeah but i think it's just the fact that they can't change the name now because comic-con is just the name of it if they could change it i'm sure they would but i feel like they really can't it's just that it's a comic-con it's a convention they could just call it convention but that's not as appealing <laughs> as, as comic convention yeah so that's just i just feel like 
that's just the namesake, but it's just it's going past its title. It's no longer just Comic Con now. It's like they should just call it fucking Geek Con or Nerd Con or something like that. That'd be the only other way that would appease people who like don't see it as that. Like it's not about comics anymore. It's just, that's that's what it is. It's unfortunate that people feel like, oh, I mean, I wish it would stay the way it is, but I mean, it just you should be happy that it's growing now because now like people say like it wasn't cool back then to be into nerd stuff and now it is. So you should just be thankful that the things that you love are getting acknowledged now and they're being loved as much as you love them. And that's my thoughts on that. All so, right. yeah, should we are you guys done talking about Phoenix Comic Con at least for now? Yes, yes yeah. sir. So overall, let's just rate it. What would you rate your experience at Comic Con? Full chub, full boner. Yeah, full boner. I will definitely give it a full boner. Are you guys excited about FanFest uh, from this con? Ah, no. Well, no. would you want to go to FanFest based just, off of this? Just to pick up toys, that's all. <laughs> I would, I would want to go like the full event. Yeah, so but I'm saying like if you had not gone to FanFest last year, would going to this excite you for going to FanFest? Like would this make you want to go to FanFest? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think that's the job too is that they want to get people excited to go to FanFest too because that's their next big thing is FanFest. Like I said, I feel like that's what's going to split this thing apart is that like now there's a FanFest and now there is a Comic-Con. Maybe FanFest will appeal more to those like, you know, like toys and everything else that's not comics. Yeah. So I think that's cool. But yeah, Overall, Phoenix Comic Con, I do give it a full-on chubaroonie. It definitely deserves it, and it's it's growing from here. And I, I'm excited to see what they do next year, and excited to see what they do with FanFest. So yeah, that's kind of our mini-review on FanFest. Or not FanFest, uh, Phoenix Comic Con. And we're going to talk more about our panels and stuff, because we went to a lot of uh, gaming panels. But we're going to talk about that on our other show, The Loading Screen, which you should listen to. It's going to uh, hosted by the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. And it's pretty much just us, again, talking about games, though, for a full hour. And you can listen to that episode probably the same day you're hearing this, or the next day after you hear this on Monday. And yeah, we'll give you the full take on the Troy Baker and the Nolan North panel. So if you want to listen to those, The Loading Screen on iTunes raw live and unedited subscribe to them listen or on soundcloud oh yeah so let's get away from that and let's talk about some toy hunting that we did at the phoenix comic-con some good toy hunting do you like apples Uh, yeah i like apples why i just got a new toy how do you like them apples okay so let's start it off with uh you mike Alrighty. so i didn't get a lot of toys at the convention uh i did pick up one uh, I was helping my girlfriend finish her Sailor Moon set, and I picked her up the Sailor Moon Hot Topic exclusive with her, Luna, and the Moon Staff. So I got her those, and now her set is complete. She's very happy about that. Um, I struck out finding my Ivan Ooze or anything in that related. Justice bitch ass gave me a false lead on an Ivan Ooze. So here's what happens: we go to we go to this booth, and there's a bunch of Power Ranger toys, a lot of like. Um, toys that you can tell that were made in the 90s, early 2000s. Like, you know what? Maybe they might have some modern stuff there. I just saw a bunch of Power Ranger shit and I went. So I'm going, I'm looking, I find an old Rita, I find an old Goldar, and then Nate's, or Justin's bitch ass goes, Look, Mike, there's your Ivan. And my dumbass looks believing him. <laughs> and all I You're saw stupid. was a bunch of Star Wars shit. It was the meanest <laughs> thing he could have ever done to me. <laughs> I was defeated and heartbroken that day. You got a lead though. Um, what's it called? What's the? the oh yeah, there's convention? a Mighty Morphin convention out in um, Pasadena. Pas- is it in Pas- yeah yep. Pasadena? Yeah. So there's a lead there. I don't know if I'm gonna drive all the way to Pasadena to look, but if I know someone who lives around that area, I'm definitely gonna tell them like, hey, you should totally go look for me. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, I picked up a shirt. Uh, I picked up a, a man tank top. It's gonna definitely get me motivated to fill it out. So because I got no gains, but. 
I might start getting gains. I don't know. We'll see. Cause what's on that tank top? It's uh, a Charmander, but his name is Swolmander. So that made me happy. I got it, and I'm actually gonna order the rest of the shirts online because are they on Instagram or anything? I think they're on Instagram. Uh, it should be at Flex Comics if you look them up on Instagram. I know they also have a website. Uh, if you want to do your orders there, they have like a bunch of like workout nerd shit. Like I saw a Punisher gym bag, and I saw like a um, the protein shake uh, bottles. I saw like a Deadpool one. I saw a Punisher one. I saw a bunch of other like geek themed uh, workout stuff that was pretty cool. So. I don't know. Maybe that'll motivate me to get my fat ass back into the gym. Nah, probably not. Probably not. I mean, I have been going for the past two days. You should days. go to the Poke Gym. The Poke Gym. I should, especially when um, when a Pokemon Go comes out. But uh, that was mine. I'm gonna pass it over to Nate. Me. Okay. So yeah, uh, hunting at the con was interesting. Like I said last week, how it was gonna be interesting to see me hunting not for comics this time. It's mainly for toys. And like I said, it was. Funny thing, the first day we went, we like I said, we went as Marvel civilians, so I was wearing sunglasses, and I wear glasses in real life, so I need prescription sunglasses, but I didn't have any. I had regular ones, so to be in costume, I had to take my glasses off and put my sunglasses on. So the entire time we're walking the exhibitor hall, I could not see anything the first day because my glasses were off, so I was looking at the pretty colors saying, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so the second day we went, I, we actually walked around quite a bit, and I finally got to see the stuff that uh, I was missing the day before. And there was a couple things, mainly things that were overpriced that I did not feel like picking up. So, yeah, that was kind of a letdown. We did see a bunch of the Marvel Legends waves, like the Black Panthers and the Captain Americas and Nukes. But, of course, Black Panther was super overpriced at a lot of places, or they just did not have him at all. And uh, Captain America and the Iron Man and Nuke ones I saw, but I feel like those are going to be pretty easy to find when they start hitting shelves here. So I passed up on those. Uh, any figure arts I saw, the original Mighty Morphin, like the Blue Ranger and the Yellow Ranger yeah. SH figure arts, but those fuckers had theirs marked at like 150, which is pretty standard, I guess, online, but still, like, seeing it at the con in person, uh, it was a beautiful piece, but way too overpriced for my taste. 150, no way, you can keep that, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, it was pretty crazy seeing pops, though. A lot of the pops were really, really uh, overpriced and expensive. Oh, yeah, mine yeah. was. Yeah, the pop that you... How much was your pop that you got? Uh, the first booth I went to was 25 and then the second one I went to, I saw it for 20 and then I bought it because I knew I wasn't going to see it any lower than that. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty expensive. And then I saw uh, the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. I saw that was going for, like, $300, and I saw, like, yeah. fucking... Ursula was, like, $400. I'm like, dang, I didn't realize, like, how, like, fucking pricey these pops get. Like, maybe I should really get into pop collecting because I don't really collect pops, but... Well. The man, the myth, legends, right there. Yeah, he knows all of them, but he's out of the game. He's old. He's, he's rusty. I still know my way around a pop or two. But he <laughs> he sold he sold his pops too soon. He should have sat on them for a little bit longer. Those things are hitting like crazy, like prices. Yeah, that was yeah. So after looking at those uh, fucking prices, I was like, I'm not gonna spend over you know thirty dollars here. So I did not spend over thirty dollars. I spent ten dollars on a sweet. Super Villains, DC, uh, I think it's Collectibles, I'm not quite sure, what is it? Co- I think it was collect- um, DC Direct back uh, then. DC Direct, yeah, Super Villains, and it was a Black Manta figure, and I was looking for a Black Manta figure, and I had been looking for a Black Manta figure for quite a while now, and it was just <laughs> so beautiful, I saw it, and the guy had his booth, and he had a bunch of these like same like DC uh, Direct ones, and they were like 10 bucks each, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting this, so I got a Black Manta figure for 10 bucks, and uh, when I got home, I opened it, 
and he has this little fork that he comes with, his little trident thing. Mm-hmm. But then when I looked at his backpack, I saw he had swords, and I open them and pull them out, and two swords oh, come out. Sick. So that's yeah, dope. he has two swords that he has in, in the comics. They come out. That was sick. And the sculpt on it is amazing, and just the shimmering on it, it looks so nice. I took pictures of it uh, last night. But yeah, I'm really happy with that figure. That was really nice to come across, and I really did not think I'd find anything else. But uh, our other friend Christian, he went with us. He's not here today. But he found the Darth Vader from like the like the samurai Darth Vader. I don't know what the line's called. I think it's Bandai. Uh huh. Band- yeah, the Bandai like the samurai figures, the ones that you see like everywhere, like the stormtroopers, and then the Darth Vader. Like I said, they're like feudal looking. He found it, which normally sells for like a hundred bucks. He found it for seventy five, which was a steal for him. And I was like, dang, that's really cheap. Pull the trigger, and he pulled that trigger, and he got that. So that was cool. So he pulled that trigger on that. And I he pulled my trigger. Didn't get it. He almost didn't, but he did. And yeah, I got my ten dollar little black manta figure, which is cool, and I was happy with that. Oh, and then I got a, a phone case, uh, FN two one eight seven phone case for ten bucks too. So Nate's love story. You only got to spend about twenty bucks at a con to find some good stuff, guys. And yeah, with that being said, I'm gonna pass it to Justin. So before the con, I did a little hunting before then. I got a little treat. Went to All About, and I picked up the Red Hood, the new Red Hood for the Arkham game. And if you guys want to check out the review, um, Nate was so kind to review that for our YouTube channel. Woo! Already has 10 dislikes. No, I'm just nice. kidding. Nice. <laughs> but it's just pretty much the same as the Arkham Knight, but with a different headpiece. Mike, tell me why I fucking bought this. <laughs> I told you what it was. You knew what it was before you bought it. <laughs> I told you exactly what it was. I said, it's Arkham Knight, but with his with the Red Hood helmet. I don't helmet. know why I bought this. <laughs> I told you exactly what it was. But, if you don't believe me, listen to last week's episode. I told you it's exactly the Arkham Knight, but it's the Red Hood setup. I, I, re- I repainted it. Like, I gave him black and gray, so it does look different. I repainted, <laughs> you repainted it to Arkham Knight. And I repainted um, his, his gun also, so it, it looks pretty cool now. But I was just super sad that it was the same thing. At the con, uh, my goal, I guess, was to get as much Batman villains as I can. I want to try to have at least one villain for... Um, Nate's on Snapchat. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I want to get... <laughs> I'm trying to get one villain for every like Batman that they have. So I got the Deadshot from the same line that Nate got his Black Manta. And then it's pretty sweet. Uh, it's kind of short, though. Shorter than all the other villains. So it kind of sucks for scaling-wise. But I also picked up a Penguin and Sickle 2-pack, and this was for 40 bucks, so not bad. Um, I wasn't really looking for the Sickle, but I had to get it to get the Penguin. Also got a Solomon Grundy. This is like an older figure. I'm not even sure what line it came from. That one's pretty cool, though. Yeah, the only thing is it's like there's no articulation to it. There's only articulation in his arms and his head, and that's it. So it's kind of hard to get him to stand. He'll like fall over. But it's still it looks really nice. It's like a, a statue you can move. And then the last thing I got, the same booth that Nate went to where he got his $10 Black Manta, um, I found the uh, Earth 2 Batman where he has like, there's like a bunch of different Earth 2 Batmans. There's like the one where he's wearing yeah. the red suit, and there's one where he has like the Nightwing sticks, and I got the one where he has the two sticks, and it's pretty cool, just for 10 bucks. and he, I'm like, how much is it? $10? I'm like, wait, what? I'm this one right here, <laughs> this one. He's like, yeah, $10. I'm like, oh, okay. So that was pretty cool. I didn't, I, overall, I didn't go over 200 bucks, which was my goal, so... Um, yep, that's what I got. I'll pass it back to Nate. Me. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all the hunting we did, right? And, yeah. So, let's get into just straight away some toy news. Toy news. Toy news. Alright, yeah, so toy news. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, speaking of Pops, how we talked about that earlier, we got, uh, we saw them at the con, actually, and they were pretty 
high priced. But yeah, the first one is a uh, Target exclusive Zer uh, Zer N R Batman. I guess that's how you say it. Sure. Zer N R Batman. Just so pretty much, water. yeah. It's pretty much it's a Batman pop, and he has like a purple mask and like red. yellow, red and yellow. It's like really weird. I don't know what's from. It's from Zer N R Earth Batman. Anyways, yeah, I saw it at the con, and it was like five hundred dollars. So I don't know. What That's the deal? Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is on this. If it was just because it was they at only the con, made one. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just because it was at the con before, like it was actually out, maybe. But yeah, so I guess be on the lookout for those because Target always has a bunch of exclusive pops that like you never find. Yeah, people are looking for. <laughs> like I still haven't seen the FN uh, two one eight seven pop in person yet. I saw it at the con, but not like at a Target. Uh, I've seen a Battle Damage Crossbones like once at Target. The only thing I've ever seen at Target was the um, Bruce Wayne Batman, the unmasked. That's all. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. It's a pretty cool-looking pop. And like I said, I don't know why it was so expensive, but maybe it might be worth a little bit something along the lines. But speaking of more pops, uh, so yeah, Pops Power Rangers. The, they announced recently the next line is going to come out in August through September, and it's the new Power Rangers um, pops. So originally there was some, but these are going to be like the newer released ones, and it's the, uh, I believe it's the Blue Ranger and the Red Ranger. Those are right here. Uh, green, black, yellow, and blue ranger. And it's pretty much like the same ones from earlier release through Pops, but these ones have like a better body on them and a better sculpt on the helmets on them. So they look pretty cool. What do you guys think of these? It'll kind of suck just because the other ones, the um, red, white, and pink, they're kind of fat. So if you put them right next to them, it's like, well, why are these the fat rangers? And <laughs> these are the built rangers. But I guess it would be cool to find, like, finally complete the set after so long. What do you think about them, Mike? Uh, well, when I heard that it was the new, like, when I heard newer Rangers, I was thinking the new movie Rangers, which I, I thought was pretty cool. But then uh, after hearing Nate saying that they're just kind of remodeling them, I was like, I kind of lost motivation for them. Yeah, they, they look cool, but I kind of want the newer, I want the new Ranger suits now. I'm all about those right now. <laughs> You're done with the old Power Rangers? I'm not done with the I'll old Power Rangers. In with the new. Newer is better, quoting Nate. But you don't want the Green Ranger? You love the Green Ranger. I might want the Green Ranger. I might pick up the Green Ranger. I might pick up the Red Ranger. Black Ranger looks sick. Oh, you can't get Red Ranger. That's like <laughs> oh, that's like 100 right. bucks now. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll probably just pick up the Green Ranger and then the Black and the Blue Ranger. Yeah, I had all three. I had the Red, White, and Pink, and I sold them off for like uh, 75 each, I think. Jesus. Yeah, so they're probably more now. I should have sat on them a little bit. That's pretty cool because they give the Yellow Ranger like the smaller bodies that they give on their uh, pops now. And then the helmets on them look really nice. I like the Black Ranger's helmet, just how the horns come through. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. looks dope. Yeah, the helmet sculpt on these look really nice. And Pops, uh, Funko, stepping up their game once again. And yeah, it'd be cool to complete your set out there for those who already do have the Power Ranger Pops from beforehand. Uh, the Green Ranger, I feel like, is going to be super duper hard to find and rare because he's the Green Ranger. And that's just how it works with him. Because, you know, he's green all the time, like Kermit. Keep it green. Keeping it green. All right, so yeah. Speaking of green, Jade, Jada Toys hired oh Scott God. Toy Guru Neatlich as vice president of marketing. So, who's this guy, Justin? I guess he um like worked with Mattel for a long time. Like he was like in charge, and he was also on the Discovery Channel's Toy Hunters show. I think he was a big had a big part in that. And I just think it's pretty cool that I think Jada Toys is kind of like on the rise right now. Have you guys noticed that? There's yeah. the one with like the it's the diecast figures. They're like kind of like pops, but buff. Yeah, like the Captain America one they had with like, and then the Batman one that you had with the glowing eyes. Yeah, and then also there's like the Suicide Squad pops that are starting to hit shelves now, and they're just really dope. I just I was telling Nate this a while ago. I'm like, diecast is like the future. I feel like I hope this takes over pops. I want it to be like have it have it be that kind of success. Have you seen these, Mike? 
Uh, no, I haven't. But uh, you mentioned the Suicide Squad pop figures. I have a funny story about that. Uh, we had a Joker and the Harley Quinn at the shop earlier today, and someone bought them. I sold them to some random guy that walked in. But it was funny because like five minutes later, some other girl comes in and she asked for that same pop. And I go, oh, I'm sorry. I just sold our only one. And she just yells, what the fuck? Out loud. Just, just, draws, <laughs> so much, yeah, just draws so much attention <laughs> Where's to her. Where's Ken? Ken, get over here, bitch. <laughs> it was like it was crazy because like everyone stopped and looked at her and like her friend that was her friend that was with her was like that was the rudest thing you ever said she's like no i'm just shocked that it's not here and he's like savages when it comes to pops oh my gosh i was like i feel so, so those bad are what the toys look like. oh okay yeah no no i've seen those i didn't know that's what they were called but no I, i've seen those before yeah actually we had a wonder woman in today that was pretty cool uh, I got to see it up close, and like I got to take it out of the box because we have to inspect our toys whenever we get them, and I got to like hold it. They're pretty cool. Um, I just love how heavy they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a Wonder Woman. I think it's a Wonder Woman Barbie doll. Have you guys seen that? No. It's from the BVS movie. Not it looks. So. It looks I, yeah, pretty I think cool. I did see that. It's coming out soon. I think. Yeah. No, we have one at the shop okay. right now. Uh, it, yeah, it's out now. It looks pretty cool. It comes with the shield and everything, and um, it's really light. It's all light material, but it uh, it just looked really cool. I was uh, I was not expecting to see that. But um, I took the attention from Justin. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, no. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, yeah. Jada Toys, they are definitely on the come up. And I do think that if Pops did that, that'd be lovely for them. But I feel like Jada Toys has us on lock now. And this is kind of their thing. They're the diecast people. And do you think that they might be coming for that Funko spot? Absolutely. Absolutely. Had to get them out there. Had to add the fucking in there. I hope so, because I, I really like them. Do you think that they, they will be able to? No. But I hope they will. <laughs> so pretty much what they need to do, I think, is just make a bunch of exclusives, and that'd be the only way that they can catch up, because that's what Funko is pretty much big for, is their exclusives. It's kind of like, because, okay, so yeah, like I was telling you guys, that brand that uh, that I'm part of, Hero Bandit, it's Streetwear. So Streetwear is kind of like Funko, it's because they make so many of these, like, exclusive things. So, like, brands will make exclusive shirts, they'll do, like, one out of 30 and people will buy those shits up like super fast because they're exclusive. They have that that label behind them, like oh, there's only this many of them. I need to get it, and that's what Funko I feel like has incorporated with their business plan so well is that like we have this exclusivity with us, and if you get it, then you're gonna be one of the few that has it. And having that will make the prices rise, of course, but also it makes you feel cooler because you have it. Like oh damn, you see this? I have this. As opposed to like Jada Toys, for now they kind of have stuff that you can pretty much find anywhere. Well, not anywhere, but the places that have them. They're pretty easy to find. Um, they do have the, um, like, there's some exclusive, like the Hot Topic, the ones where the six-inch ones, where, like, you build up the Armor 2 Batman. I know the gray one, I think, or the black one, it's exclusive to just Hot Topic. So they, they're they kind of getting there. Give them time to catch up. Pops have been around for, what, like, seven years already? Not even. Yeah, when it, did we start getting into comic books? Uh, like, four years ago. So probably around that time, maybe a little longer. Yeah, they give them time to catch up. They're just getting started. I think they're doing doing well. They're at their peak. But yeah, I feel like that would be like this guy, Scott Neilich, coming in. I feel like if he introduces that kind of business model, then Jada Toys will definitely catch up. I don't think they're ever going to pass Fungo, but they could be like its own thing, like Nike and Adidas. They could be like coinciding brands that are pretty big within the uh, like this niche collector market. So they would just need to expand their licensings. I feel like getting better uh, licenses under their belts, then that would help them a lot, I believe, too. Just like Funko has every fucking license there is. Yeah, I heard that um, a rumor that Jada Toys already has like 150 like new characters they're working on right now that they're going to release. Dang. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Balling out, showing people how it's done. Yeah, so I feel like 
they're definitely on the come up and they're definitely nice pieces to have in your collection just because they're so heavy and if anything you can put them in your office and hold your weight your papers down <laughs> it's a nice little paperweight so yeah next bit of news coming to us straight from the man himself cheney 180 giving us this exclusive uh story so giant black tie fighters are coming to gamestop and they're going to be 79.99 so have you guys seen these giant tie fighters yep. is it the ones that we saw at target i think they're pretty much the same thing yeah it's just a big ass black tie fighter would you buy one? No. Maybe. Uh, one would look good in here. You have the room. They'd hang it from the ceiling or something. That'd be cool. And then get like one of those glow-in-the-dark stars so I can actually have like a Star Wars going. <laughs> you <stars>. are a <laughs> child. Glow-in-the-dark <laughs> on your roof like a fucking like like 13-year-old a... girl in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then have like an actual Star Wars going on. Like, then you get a fucking stepladder because it's so small. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm putting up glow-in-the-dark stars. Duh. <laughs> it looks cool, though. I, I would get it if I had the room. What type of material is it made out of? I'm just plastic. Not plastic, yeah. Don't if it was die cast, it'll fucking fall. That <laughs> shit would be so <laughs> fucking heavy. Yeah, no. If it was made out of die cast, that'd be a statue more than you anything. You could actually, you could probably fit in there, Mike. Probably. <laughs> you could be a tie fighter pilot. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. You know when they have like the my size Barbies or whatever. Yeah. Just taller than Mike. Like, he's just shorter than the Barbie. No, what was it? Didn't we see like one of the toys at Toys R Us that was like almost my size? Oh, I think it was like the Donatello from like the. <laughs> yeah, those big ass fucking Ninja Turtles are almost my height. I felt I was like, oh god, I am short. Super crazy, but yeah. So GameStop, GameStop is another thing that's stepping up their game with like their toy sections and stuff, especially like the newer generation laid out GameStops with their game like their toy section. Super yeah. nice additions that they have, and then um, ever since they bought Think Geek. Think geek. Think geek. Yeah, it's that's crazy how much they expanded, and like how that's like part of people's like spots now. Let's go hunting at tar- Target, Walmart. Uh, oh yeah, GameStop was right there. Let's go look in there too. It's, you've never think that like toys would be in GameStop, like just out of all things, but that's how they're keeping their business afloat. So yeah, now next toy news bit. Uh, NECA Deadpool. Did you guys see this? Oh yeah, I think I did, and it's been a while since I've looked at it. Let me take a look at the it. The texture. On yeah, this thing. I have seen that some bitch. The texture looks so good. The only thing I'm worried about is just their one fourth scale line. The Batman vs Superman Batman just came out, and it looked pretty bad in the face, and not a lot of people liked it. A lot of people ended up customizing it. So from the pictures, from what I see right here of the Deadpool, it looks really promising. Like I'm excited for it. Oh well, yeah, well I mean it's all just. A one piece suit there's not gonna show any face the only, the only thing they can really fuck up is maybe the abs and the eyes and True. like his muscles but that's about it really like there's they really can't fuck this up unless they try to give him a face <laughs> they're like watch me yeah. <laughs> oh you fucked up challenge accepted what you think I think it looks dope. If anything, I'd get it just for the weapons, because the weapons look so... <laughs> you would not pay that much for just the weapons. How much, are, how much is it? Oh, uh, like... I think it's like 60-something. I don't know. It's 18, big. 18 inches and 30 points of articulation. Yeah, it's huge. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it. it's a cool figure, but fuck Deadpool, he's trash. But, I mean... <laughs> you love it. These guns look so dope. And then the Psy and the pocket knife, they all look so detailed. I think, yeah. yeah. NECA's definitely killing it. As always, with all the shit that they've been posting. But yeah, they, they released this a couple days ago, showing everyone the, the way it looks. And everyone, of course, is losing their shit over it, rightfully so. But also, NECA showed the prototype for um, Batman Forever? Not Batman Forever. Is it? Uh, Batman Returns. Batman Returns, yeah. The Catwoman. Michelle Keller? No, Michelle Keller. What the fuck is her name? Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, that's what it is. But yeah, you guys think, what do you think of this one? The Catwoman? Um, I'm just not a fan of Catwoman, so I... W- I don't have a say, a say in it. I mean, I can appreciate the detail and the work that they put in it, but like Justin said, I'm not really much of a fan to care, but I can definitely appreciate the work. 
I just think the face sculpt on it is super nice. The like the battle damage one where hair's popping out. Just like the detail on his face it looks super nice. I just don't trust Neko with faces right now, especially after the BBS Batman. Really? But the Macaulay Culkin one is super nice. It's pictures though, it's all pictures. Well, no, I've seen it in person. Just, didn't you also buy a NECA Terminator figure and it was just the same thing but repainted? Yeah, we talked about it in the pre- previous episodes. <laughs> I'm talking about the 18 inch ones though. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm okay with the 6 inch line or the 8, 7 inch line. It's the bigger ones. I'm like, why are you guys fucking this up? Yeah, and this is like your mom's conversation with me. I'm okay with the 18 inches and the other smaller inches ones. Got Too em. big for me. Fucking yeah, points. A stretch. I got you. All right. I fucking got you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the toy news this week. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout for those figures, especially that Target exclusive Batman because it's hitting shelves now. If you find it in a Target, pick it up. Pick up two. Give one to a bum. Who knows? But yeah, that thing's going to be crazy prices but yeah anyway so that's enough of that toy news let's get into the next segment which is the featured photographer okay everyone let's get started yes beautiful feeling it let's get some smiles it's all in here that's it yes all right mike go ahead all right guys so the photographer i'm bringing to the table today is dr nevermore you can find him on instagram at dr d-o-c-t-o-r never is n-v-r more m-o-r-e um, looking at his figures, I what attracted me to his figures when I saw his Samurai Boba Fett, I thought it was really cool just because I appreciate, one, I appreciate Boba Fett, two, seeing this figure, I always like it, it's a figure that I do want to pick up, but I could probably never afford right now, um, uh, but then also when I was going through, I saw his Red Hood, which appreciate, which made me appreciate it even more because I'm a huge Red Hood fan, and then I saw him fighting Deadpool, and then I just lost my shit because my two favorite characters are in photography together which i think is awesome and then seeing his um aliens fighting and then seeing his predators fighting and outside in that with natural lighting and a natural setting is always really cool and then uh another thing that i saw is just the way like when he has some of his figures on the uh train tracks like you see the silver surfer he's grinding on the train tracks or you'll see his other figures hanging out um what do you, what do you guys think I love all of his outdoor shots, and actually right now I'm like blowing up his feed and I'm liking all of his pictures. So if you if you're listening to this and you think back to when uh, someone blew up your st- uh, friggin' notifications, it was me. So yeah, I like everything where he's doing pictures outdoors, especially when he has like the grass in the background. Like it all looks really nice. I love all of his alien figures, and I like his red hood. Even added some blood spa- uh, blood splatter to the red hood. And he also has like lots of cool shots where he's using special effects too. So he d- doesn't have just one style of photography. He's kind of doing a little bit of everything. I love this picture of um, Joker where he's in the alley just hanging out and just the blur on it. It's all perfect. What you think about it, Nate? Oh yeah, you pretty much said what I was thinking. Just the special effects on it. That was my favorite part is how he uh, uses the effects into him. Like with the general Grievous picture that he has, he's just kind of hanging out on like some stones, but he has all of his lightsabers drawn and they're all uh, glowing. So whatever effect he used on it, it looks really nice. And the blade clashes between, like, Kane and Darth Maul and Ahsoka. I'm looking at that one right now. Yeah, it looks really nice. And then, uh, yeah, just the outdoorsness of it all. I wish we had some outdoors that look that cool outside because it makes for great scenes. But, yeah, and then my other favorite shot is the um, it's a TIE Fighter pilot with his R2, I think, like, 5 or something like that. I don't know. R2-Q5. Like, yeah, there's, a, like, a TIE Fighter in the back that's, like, exploded. And it's, like, all in pieces. But he added the smoke effect to it, too, and then the fire to it. Give it a nice little touch on it. Um, I really like his little picture. I like all of his blur effects. Just everything where he blurs something out of the way. So that way like, your eye is drawn to something else. 
Like just this little little engine that could. Oh yeah, on the train track. Yeah, <laughs> you're going hella fast. I like uh where his rancor is in the car. It looks like he has road rage. Oh dope. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, sorry, awkward silence. I was looking at some of the pictures. Um, I like how he has his Black Panther out. It looks like he's out in the jungle. Oh yeah, this is hanging out in Wakanda. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I just like his use of the natural setting that he has of just the, his outdoor shots and everything. Yeah, he has little props with the little Spider-Man and the little chair with his pizza and the cooler. Where can I find all this stuff? Actually, no, I've tried to buy miniature stuff and it's hella expensive. <laughs> so kudos to you going out and buying all this miniature I stuff. I thought like the Stormtrooper in the bathroom with like a little tub and sink, <laughs> reading a paper. paper. Stormtroopers unionized. I mean, you could probably get little figures like buying like, if you go like to a kid's section where they have like a little doll and has like all That's that That's what stuff. I'm trying to do. I'm going to Target and for trying to pick up the dollhouses and I tell Nate, I'm like, oh, look it, you can make so many scenes with this. And he's like making fun of me, but it could be a thing, but you guys don't want to do that. I mean, you're going to Target, go to Walmart where it's cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but um, is there anything else that you guys would like to say before I... He has very nice work, and you should definitely give him a follow on Instagram. Uh, Yes, give him a follow on Instagram. That is at Dr. Nevermore, D-O-C-T-O-R-N-V-R-M-O-R-E. Give him a like, let him know that we sent you, and uh, yeah, appreci- I hope you all appreciate his photography as much as we did. And that will conclude our feature photographer. And that'll bring us right into the Geek News. This just in. Important geek shit is happening right now. So, first bit of game... games? <laughs> I was reading ahead of... Uh, little bit ahead there first bit of geek news is uh james gunn that's why i said games because that's a james oh, gunn gotcha. geek news got it all right yeah so james gunn posted a picture of himself holding thor's hammer so what could this be uh beta ray bill is gonna be in guardians of the galaxy <laughs> it's like how it's <laughs> thor's hammer but it's gonna be beta ray bill <laughs> yeah he jacked it <laughs> thor ragnarok technically that's kind of how beta ray bill got the Stormbringer. he was worthy to hold Thor's hammer, and then once they realized that, shit, we can't have two Thors, then they gave him his his own little hammer thing. So, you're not wrong. If Beta Ray Bell isn't in Thor Ragnarok, he better fucking be in Guardians of the Galaxy too, Or in Planet Hulk. Well, I think... Well, oh, wait, no, that was supposed to... be in Thor. Yeah, they're supposed to work together. Forgot about that. I just want Planet Hulk to have its own movie. Um, I don't think having Thor in a Guardians movie would help it at all. I don't think they need him. I think it would just be like a little, just a little thing to have but nothing too major. What do you think about that, Nate? little treat. Uh, I have no fucking idea what this could possibly mean for anything. I don't I don't know. I don't even know where he'd even begin to come in into the Guardians storyline. So maybe he's just fucking with everybody by posting this picture because he's that kind of person that would do that. Or is Guardians gonna be in Ragnarok? Nah. Nah. Maybe it'll be in an after credit scene. Well, yeah, Thor characters have been in a Guardians movie in the after credit scene of Guardians. It was the two characters from Thor, the Dark World, went to the Collector in the after credit scene. So they have crossed over before, just not in the actual movie, just in the after credits. But, yep. They what? should make a Collector movie where he collects Thor's hammer. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's just collecting it. I don't know how he can get it into a case. He, that, he it. built around it. <laughs> he built he around. his own base around it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Gone now. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Or maybe they'll bring in Howard the Duck to investigate what happened to Thor's hammer. <laughs> there you and go. And that's what they're showing. That's when you know Marvel's, like, done. And then once they've done a Howard <laughs> the Duck movie, I'm like, okay, you guys are out of shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go from here? But, yeah, I don't know what this could possibly mean. Like I said, maybe he was just joking with everybody. Or maybe 
he's going to be directing the next Beta Ray Bill movie. <laughs> we really want that to happen. I feel like people will be pissed now if Thor isn't in there. Like, they're going to be like, well, you said, you posted this picture on Twitter, and, and, and. They'll <laughs> yeah. be like, calm down, guys. I'm just a picture. I found it on the side of the road. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought I was worthy. <laughs> Sorry about that. But uh, speaking of being worthy and people who probably could pick up uh, Thor's hammer, Superman, he will be appearing in Supergirl Season 2. Really? Uh, who's going to play as him? I don't know. That's There's a big... lot of speculation that people want. Um, Smallville boy, Tom Welling. Or Brandon Routh. Or me. No. <laughs> a short-ass <laughs> Superman. Kara's <laughs> like, damn, what happened, cousin? Mike has been going to the gym. <laughs> the small manager t-shirt that he bought. He needs to get cut for his role as Superman. There you go. But Boom. this does have significance because I guess before... Like, the DCEU, the, the movie side, they're kind of like, well, you can't use, like, the big characters like Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn in your shows because we're doing it in the movies. So now it's kind of like, now that they're doing a Superman in TV, what's to stop them from doing, like, a Batman in fucking Arrow or something? I don't know. Or Gotham where he Gotham, is. Gotham, there you go. <laughs> well, they all have to, like, time jump, I guess. But, yeah, they could do it now. It's all fucked up. I feel like they're going to do, like, just a silhouetted version of him and just have his voice. The, actually, I think they did that already, didn't they? Uh, I don't know, but I, I feel like Supergirl, but... they'll do it again. Or maybe it'll be like, this is Superman from Earth 2. He's uh, they will, here. They would do they some will, shit like yeah, that. That would be an easy cop-out. Yeah, it would be something along those lines. But who would you rather prefer, Tom Welling or Brandon Routh? Uh, Tom Welling. Brandon Routh. Um, His dick's too big. Who's the kid from uh, Smallville? Tom Welling. That guy. There you go. Two versus one. Brandon Routh's dick's too big. Did you know they had to digitally downsize his dick? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Are you dick shaming right now? No dick shaming. (laughs) It's too big. Superman has a nice average sized penis. He obviously is a grower or a shower, not a grower, but that's besides the point. (laughs) I thought he could shoot faster than his people. Brandon Routh's already in that universe, though. He's fucking Adam. so. So he can be two. Nah. Yes. Maybe. He's the best. Okay, so speaking of two things at once and being two characters at once, Channing Tae-yum could possibly be in the DC Universe. They're saying that he is leaving Gambit in favor for possibly Shazam. I like it. Is, wait, is he going for the role of Shazam or just to play a role in just, Shazam? It's just rumors right now that he's going to be playing Shazam or he's going to be in a DC movie. Because uh, I believe it's the director. Yeah, the director of Flash recently went on... The new director of the new Flash movie, the one with Ezra Miller, uh-huh. went on a following spree, and he's followed everybody who's going to be in like the DC movies. So he followed like Margot Robbie, he followed Ezra Miller, and then he followed Channing Tatum. So that made everybody question, oh, is he going to be in a DC movie? What could he possibly be? Um, I can see him in a DC movie, but I can't see him as Shazam. I can that you was know, like my number one choice, actually. You know who I can't see him as? Nightwing. Because Nightwing oh. is Grayson. Grayson is a cop. And it could tie into 21 Jump Street. You're fucking stretching that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wait. Where's he going to go with this? All right. I thought it was going to make sense of it. It didn't make any sense at all. I think, yeah, but I feel like he could be Shazam because Shazam's kind of like, you know, the big dumb goof. Yeah, exactly. And Channing Tatum is a big dumb goof. And if he is Shazam and The Rock is Black Adam, it's going to be so many panties dropping in that movie theater. Oh, yeah, so many girls are going to It turns into Magic Mike midway through. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, because I feel like Gambit is in limbo right now, and it's pretty much, it's it's done. It's not going to happen, but they're just not letting people know yet. But I feel like Channing Tatum knows that it's not going to happen, so that's why he's, like, jumping ships, going to D.C., and could possibly play some role in D.C. 
But yeah, I don't know. Would you, you just that's who you want, Shazam? Then? Yep, my number one. And Mike, you want Grayson? No, I was just digging around uh, about that. Yeah, digging, <laughs> digging, 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 digging around. Uh, I don't know who I would want him as. Definitely, I can't see him as a Shazam, but I can see him as some Marvel character. I might have to come back next week with an answer for that. So I'm gonna put a tab on that. Yeah, he just plays a big dummy, really good. So I think he'd play a child excellently. Excellently, he just plays Billy. He doesn't play Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> they, they digitize his face on a child's body. Oh God, <laughs> that'd be redonk. Like, uh, what, what movie was it with the Wayne brothers? With like the when is a little man where they digitize his body, oh, his yeah. head on a baby. That's what they're gonna do. It's gonna be great. That yeah. So speaking of DC, let's talk about uh, J.K. Simmons. He is getting jacked straight yoked for his role as uh gordon did you see these pictures mike i know justin did no i did i saw him like just at the <laughs> yeah at the gym this dude beard. i'm like gordon or batman what the fuck <laughs> he's yeah, gonna like, no, fight I... batman in this movie yeah no if it'd be dope if they made him look young and then have him do like year one gordon like in the animated movie when he was just fighting cops left and right that'd yeah. be dope that'd be sick like he's gonna be like oh you can't take out these villains batman move aside i'm gonna do it <laughs> Gordon's been always dope, especially in year one, the movie. It shows you, like, the cool side of, uh, J... Not J.K., goddammit. Uh, of Gordon and uh, how, like, badass he is and, like, how detective he is, but also how willing he is to give people their lumps when they need it. He's super buff. But, yeah, J.K. Simmons, for being... I think he's 65? Yeah, around there. He's up there. Yeah, he's fucking jacked in his Dude, beard. Dude, have you seen his wingspan? Cool. That shit's ridiculous. Yeah, even in uh, Whiplash, he was kind of looking right in yeah, that. Yeah, I think uh... he's been buff and people are just now noticing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in Whiplash, when he was wearing that tight black shirt, I was like, dang, J.K., I see you. Yeah. Kind of buff over there, homie. But, yeah, I feel like he's going for, like, that cool Gordon role of, like, uh, Earth 1, I believe. Earth 1, where he's, like, kind of a younger Gordon. But, um... Oh, no, that's Alfred, I think. Oh, I'm getting all fucked up. But, yeah, Gordon, would look, he's going to look nice being buff and being able to go toe-to-toe with uh, Batman. Who do you think would win in a fight, J.K. Simmons or Greg Capullo? Oh, <laughs> Greg Capullo. They're both pretty buff, but I think Capullo... Greg Capullo. He's, he's younger. Little, yeah, but I feel like he doesn't have that killer instinct that J.K. has. <laughs> J.K. will get down to him on a mental level, like on Whiplash, just fucking make him want to kill himself. <laughs> he gets, stands over him. Were you rushing or were you dragging? He just fucking slaps him. <laughs> rushing or dragging? Capullo's like, I don't know. I'm just drawing lines here. Leave it alone. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just trying to make this comic on time. <laughs> but yeah, he looks super dope and super nice. And speaking of dope and nice, Rick Fumiyua Fam Famuyua. Gosh. Sounds like a song. No, it's Rick Famuyua. <laughs> who directed Dope, which is where that transition came from, is going to be directing the Flash movie. What do y'all think of this? I don't know, Justin's probably You guys not, know how I feel. Justin did not like Dope. Uh, I don't know why. I guess he's not Dope. It wasn't good. You're not good. Anyways, Mike, I'll just talk to you from now on. How, right, do you feel about, <laughs> how do you feel about him directing the Flash? Um, I feel like the Flash is going to do... He's going to get his... I feel like it's going to be a, like a giant drug deal movie. <laughs> just like how dope was no honestly i um i'm actually i'm actually not nervous about this uh after watching dope i saw that it was pretty good so seeing that he's gonna be behind the flash i think the flash will actually get a pretty good movie yeah especially because dope was a lower budget film and then how good and he it was did so much with it yeah how like he searched that shit just for being such a low budget movie i feel like with a big budget movie and a blockbuster type deal it'll give him more breathing room and more stuff to play with which would be awesome yeah he'll definitely do this uh the flash movie justice and you should be happy about this justin because you're the most excited for the flash movie and you're getting a good director he's not good though he is good he's a eight but whatever he just i just didn't like that movie he guys. doesn't like asap rocky that's why that's what it is you fucking... hey, yeah 
Exactly. I feel like that's really what it is. You're trash, Brock. All right, anyway, so that's cool. Getting into the next bit of news, Justice League action on Cartoon Network debuts the new artwork for the series. Did I, you guys see the artwork? I have not seen it. I did. And, like, you've seen, like, the just the promo picture of, like, Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. It's just pretty much like that, just with all the other characters. So it looks, like, really simple design. Like, you think back to the Justice League animated series, how simple that was. Think of that, simplifying it even more, making it more, like, kid-like. But the dope thing is just that they're getting all the original voice actors back. They're giving, getting Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy and I think the original Superman. Oh, so, that's pretty cool. And uh, just one fun fact I just wanted to throw out there. I own the Justice League Action Instagram. <laughs> so if you're following them on Instagram, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> he owns the name. I, I swooped it up as soon as I heard that our, that our is dope. the announcement of the series. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to swoop this and then I'm going to make Cartoon Network pay me to get the, to get it back. Or and, get the get our podcast a network on Cartoon Network. <laughs> That's the plan. But yeah, people have already tried to steal it from me. Like they pretend to be Cartoon Network, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we would love this username. Um, just contact us at this email." And I'm like, "Y'all lying. Y'all ain't Cartoon Network." Um, you've seen the pictures. What do you guys think? I think it looks very like new school Bruce Tim style. So like, it looks like Bruce Tim's uh, angles and like how Sharpie draws them, but it looks brand new within the fact that they made it look more childish and more uh, cartoon. Cartoony. I'm just I'm just happy for more Justice League. It's been too long already. Do you think it's gonna be good or do you think it's gonna just appeal to kids and not be as like, you know, cool for people our age to watch? I feel like it'll be good, but also very kid friendly. Which is okay. It doesn't not everything has to be dark. Yes it does. Oh well there you go. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's gonna be like uh, Teen Titans Go? I hope not. If I'll be so fucking pissed, but what? Teen Titans Go's good. Because it's not about Teen Titans. It's it's what teen is what they would be doing at the Titans Tower when they're not fighting. They're just being kids because that's what they are. It's dumb. So Bruce Tim's behind this, and that's the only thing that's giving me hope. That I, and the voice actors. I feel like it's gonna have a slow build. Like at the, maybe like the first couple episodes will be kind of boring and it'll be kind of weak. But I feel like it'll have a good strong uh, build up, and then once everything starts popping off, it'll be good and it it will definitely be kid friendly. But I feel like there's gonna be some kind of like serious moments in it, and they'll have like subtle adult humor in it that only like older people will know and if they do that in that way I, I actually would like it so good points yeah I feel like it's gonna be maybe like Earth's Mightiest Heroes kind of deal cause that's the way the, Earth, yeah. the way it's animated it looks kind of like childish but when you watch it it's kind of like more adult but also it's it's a uh, very like, it's for kid friendly but also like the storylines are very like enriching and you get into it you're like oh this is really actually really cool for being the way that it looks it's surprising yeah I love the Earth's Mightiest Heroes one of my, one of my favorite um, animated Series. 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 But yeah. So Justice League action coming soon, I guess. But yeah, that's the artwork for it. I'm sure you can just find it by looking up Justice League action. It was at a press conference, I guess, they had. And someone just leaked a picture of it. Follow Justice League action on Instagram. (laughs) I got it there. (laughs) (laughs) You're the worst. All right. So uh, moving away from DC and... Oh, actually, no. Let's stay within the DC realm. So it's been announced that Justice League Dark will be the next animated movie. What do y'all think about this? It'd be weird because not a lot of people know about Justice... Well, I mean, okay, anyone who isn't into comic books or in geek culture, I should say, would know a lot about the Justice League Dark or uh, mostly who's in it. Because do you guys know who's in it? No, but I feel like just an animated movie is like a good jumping in point to find out more about them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's better than spending like $200 million to give them a full 
live action movie like get you have a small budget make it a really good animated movie to introduce people to the characters Mm -hmm. i think this is brave on their part because it's not gonna be a batman movie like all the other ones so yeah i'm I'm all on board for this yeah i think it's because what they were originally gonna do i don't know if they're still doing it but it was gonna be a live action movie which i think would have been a lot more risky to do oh definitely yeah but so i think animation was a, a bit more of a safe route for them and I think it's going to be cool. I think it'll be has a lot of potential to be um, dark, of course, because it's Justice League dark. So I think it'll be like kind of like those storylines that are like super nice because it's how dark it gets. And it'll be interesting to see the characters they explore, which I'm sure they're probably going to have like Constantine, Constantine, Zatanna, Zatanna. Swamp Thing, Dead Man, and uh, I can't remember who the other one is, but it's pretty much Justice League, but with all mystical powers, which I think is really really cool. Yeah, mystical powers and like you know, shake that ass and watch yourself. Yeah. Mystical. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> mystical power. Oh I was wondering where you're going and then once Mike's all agreeing with it. Mike's like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. totally. And, then, wait, and, then, and then it hit me while I was like, wait, 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 wait. Mike's like, yeah, shake that ass. Watch yourself. No, when you said that, I was thinking like you were gonna like set up for Zatanna because I know how much you like her. And then and then it hit me. I was like, wait, this bitch. Got him on the podcast. So good. Yeah, got, got him. But yeah, I think it'll be very interesting to see, and I think it'll be nice. Oh, I don't know, nice, but it's gonna be you know kind of depressing to go from Killing Joke to Justice League Dark. Yeah, all be- dark. <laughs> being so dark. So I guess Justice League action will definitely be needed throughout this because Justice League action will be uh you know lighthearted hopefully, and yeah. So now we're gonna get away from DC and go into some more uh, Marvel stuff, I guess. Rose McGowan says the X Men Apocalypse billboard ad is very offensive to women. What? Where? It's the one of Apocalypse choking out Mystique. What? Have you seen the memes online where it shows um, the girl from uh, Angel Dust, I think, from Deadpool choking out Colossus, <laughs> yeah. and just a bunch of women choking out dudes, but we don't fucking complain about that. Yeah, it's like the meme. It's like, this isn't offensive, but this is. But yeah, the main point with that was that, like, those weren't used to advertise the movie, so they're mad because you. this image is being used to advertise the movie. I hate to defend this fucking movie, <laughs> I really do, but okay. it's stupid. I'm not She's defending stupid. the movie. I'm not defending the movie. I'm defending the principle because that's so fucking stupid, and I hate hypersensitive people finding a reason to argue. And you know, and I I know every if any if I offend any female listener, I do apologize. I'm not saying domestic violence is right, but I am saying like it's a fucking movie. It is a comic book. There's domestic... There's boys fighting girls, girls fighting boys everywhere in this whole category. You you gotta get used to it. You, you gotta just accept it for what it is and stop thinking way too much into it because it's just gonna upset everyone. Yeah, it's really... It's crazy. I was reading the comment sections on it and people were just going in on this and like, you know, the, the hyper-feminists are like this and this and like the hyper like quote-unquote meninists are like, no, it's this and this. It's just... It's ridiculous. Meninists? Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. It don't, it's... Don't even talk about it. It's just... Oh. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, and I saw one of the cool comments was like, well, Mystique actually identifies as not like a male or a female because she's like a shapeshifter. <laughs> so it's not really offensive for her to be choked out like this. I'm like, damn, that's kind of true. But yeah, it's, it sucks that like they use this image to promote the movie but you gotta think about it she's the face of the franchise jennifer lawrence and oscar isaac apocalypse was the new like villain in this so the two characters being in it and they're showing the struggle between them which is you know her getting choked out unfortunately but if you watch it she tries to kill him so of course his reaction is going to be like i'm gonna choke you out and in the end she wins and he dies so spoilers for you if you haven't seen the movie she wins in the end so go watch the movie or read the comics and you'll see that it's not like as serious as it needs to be but 
you know, I do see that that billboard could have a negative effect. If you don't read the comics or anything like that, you just see a woman getting choked out, that could upset you. But you got the context of what you're looking at. You need to read into it before you get super offended by it. So, yeah, that was just kind of a dumb thing that happened. But I yeah. want to make a meme about it. Get uh, Michael Jackson from South Park. Just be like, ignorant. Because <laughs> you're ignorant. You yeah. guys, if anything you should be pissed about is how shitty this fucking movie was. No, we were pissed. If anyone Any, hasn't heard our review. Everyone about that, not this picture. Speaking of shitty movies, Michael Bay, director of the new uh, Transformers movie, showed us on Twitter the first look at Bumblebee. Did you guys see this picture? I have not. I just saw a Camaro. A yellow fucking Camaro. Camaro. Hey. Fuck this movie. I don't give a fuck. But Bumblebee, he's back. Wait, is he getting a standalone? Is he not in the last one? A standalone? Or is he going to be like in a sequel? Excuse me, a sequel. Oh, he's going to be in the new one, the number five. The last. It's just all the same shit. Who gives a fuck? Fuck Michael Bay. (laughs) It's all the same. It's all the same bullshit. I don't care. My favorite thing seeing on the media was like, what if Michael Bay directed up? Or what if Michael Bay directed like different movies? It's just explosions everywhere. Like when the balloons pop, it explodes. When he's flying in the air, there's a random explosion. I got enough of these. Put a bow on it. (laughs) You're not excited for Bumblebee? No, I'm not. No, you know what? Fuck Bumblebee. (laughs) Bumblebee's tainted (laughs) by Michael Bay. You know there's going to be a number six because you have to end everything in sets of three. Jesus. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, put a bow on it. There you go. Yeah. Wow, you guys are really You can rude. only do so much with it. It's a they... fucking Camaro. He's been a Camaro in every no, movie. No, no, no. no not only cares? that, but with the Transformers storyline in general, unless they do a G.I. Joe crossover with then okay, all right, mix shit up. But other than that... If it's... Bumblebee was like a tank, that would be pretty dope. Bring in Beast Wars. No, do that shit, Megatron Michael Bay. was a tank at one point, and he was dope. That was the best Megatron there was. That, that was. That was dope, but... Did anyone just ignore what I said? Bring do a Beast War movie like a legit. They're not gonna do it. They tried to with just the dinosaur. The last one. Oh, that was Dino garbage. Box. That uh, doesn't count. Anyways, yeah, that's uh, go look at Michael Bay's Twitter. You'll see the new Camaro. It looks pretty nice actually. I drive one. Sorry, these guys are. Oh, fr- yeah, I drive one. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> well, then I drive the. Sh- I rip it so hard. That's probably the only muscle car I would ever get. But still, like, no. You still guys, fuck it. You guys are just rude to Bumblebee. If he ever comes and saves you guys, I hope he just, you guys are inside when he transforms. I grew up on Hotshot, and that's he why. crushes you guys when he transforms. That'd be fly. I grew up liking Hotshot, so. Y'all some haters. Anyways, so moving away from that, since they guys, they're not excited for that. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is going to play It. He looks creepy enough to play It. It's like every Skarsgård is getting a fucking role right now. There's the Skarsgård that's being Tarzan right now. There's the Skarsgård that was in fucking Green Lantern. Um, I was thought there? it was the other, yeah, I thought it was the other dude, um, the guy with the eyebrows that was supposed to be it before. Yeah, the, uh, Will Poulter? Oh, yeah, what he dropped I, out or something. I yeah. thought they just scrapped the idea. For, yeah, I was just looking forward to that, but yeah, I guess they all scrapped that whole thing all together. Um, are you guys excited for Bill Skarsgård? I don't uh, even know who the hell he is, to Mike, be honest with you. Mike looks familiar with him. Uh, um, it's, he was in, uh, what is it, what is it, he was in a, it was in a TV show. Oh, uh, fuck, what is it? No, it's a... I can tell you. I'm looking right at it, but I want you to guess it, so go on. Oh, fuck. It's, uh... What does it start with? Just tell me the letter that it starts with. An H? Uh... Harlock Grove or something Hamlock like that? Grove. Hamlock Grove. Yeah, that's what it go. is. Hey, good Grove. job, Mike. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you that's, got that one. that's what it was. I, I, it's not a show that I watched, but it's a show that I know he was in. Um, Surprise you. Out of all the names to not know, Mike knows Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much. The one much. that I don't know about. Yeah, right? the ones that we are like, ooh. He's like, oh, this one. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's why we have him around. This is why, yeah, I know, like, random shit. I'm just... Oh, he yeah. looks creepy enough to he's play him. Big-ass forehead. Honestly, if you look at him, he kind of... I would actually wouldn't mind him being the Joker just because the way he looks. Taken. I know, it's taken. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if they were to ever redo the Joker... Yeah, but would you prefer him? that to be it? 
No, oh, definitely. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. <laughs> Will Poulter. He always seemed too young, to be honest, but... But he, Will Poulter could have pulled it off. They don't even need him, like, his body to be it. His eyebrows can be it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, are you guys excited for this, though? It scared yeah. the shit out of me as a shit. I grew oh, up yeah. watching it. I liked it. I want to see it in the theater. It yeah. did scare the shit out of me. Like, I was afraid to walk next to Storm Drains, and I was afraid to take a shower because of that fucking movie. But overall, like, I went and I got a, um, a Big Daddy uh, or a Steely Marvel. I had those growing up as a kid playing, and I always kept it on me just in case if I ran into the motherfucker, I was going to throw it at his dome. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That always scared me, because that was the creepiest design for um, a costume. But when I watched it again a couple of years ago, they oh. fucking beat him by spraying his inhaler on him. Well, because it had, it had something it in it. It doesn't matter. The fact that he got beat by a fucking inhaler. No, the motivation speech that was amazing is, I believe in the Tooth Fairy. I believe oh, in Santa yeah. Claus. So but dumb. I don't believe in you. So <laughs> dumb. Hopefully they make... I mean... They have a lot of potential here, but they fucked up old franchises before, but they have a lot of potential with this one to make it dope and make him not die by a fucking inhaler. Make no, him make they, him not die at all. Make him just fucking kill people. They'll That's pull it. a signs, make him die, just get a super soaker and just spray his ass Here's with water. Here's some water, just die. It'll, but I don't know. What what would you want the um, his weakness to be instead of an inhaler? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing is his weakness. Infinite terror. He just kills people all day. Like, kind of. oh, what is it? Like, is this like Freddy Krueger not have a weakness? Uh, or is his weakness to not be afraid of him? I don't know. It was something weird, but I know like he has like they all mixed together. That kid, that, that dude has like no weakness, but that'd be kind of cool. Just like for what's his name, Penny's worth the clown or something. Pennyworth, like that? yeah, yeah, that'd Pennywise. be cool. Pennywise. Oh, Pennywise, that's what it is. You're right. My bad. Why'd you stop us beforehand, you fuck? I just said it right after you got it wrong. You should have oh. said it before we both got it wrong. You could let Mike just take <laughs> the L. Jump in here. <laughs> uh, my bad, but uh, do you, what, what do you, um, do you remember growing up? Uh, growing up watching the movie because we grew up in the same house together, so we pretty much seen every movie together. Like, what was his uh, final form after the clown? What did was he it look a spider like? or something? Was it a spider or was it like a roach? It was uh, something stupid. It was, the ending was dumb. That's all I remember. The whole they should have just cut first... it off with them like hunting them as kids. That was it. Yeah, that would have been dope. And they could do like this in two movies. Like have a movie. The first movie be about kids, and the second movie could be about adults. I'd be down for that. Just release them back to back, year by year. Boom, boom. That'd be cool. Nate. Uh, yeah, clowns are scary, and <laughs> uh, yeah, clowns are scary, man. Bill Skarsgård, good for you. Hopefully, you uh, kill it in this role. You already did Hamlock. Kill Grove. it. I <laughs> get it. Uh, 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 oh, he's his own downfall. Very punny. What? Well, he just said kill it. Oh, kill oh. It. he's his own <laughs> he downfall. Kill, he kills it too hard. He just dies because he killed it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, Bill Skarsgård, he's already in fucking Hemlock Grove, so he's already doing something scary. So I think he'll nail it. That's a fun name to say, Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Anyways, yeah. So the final bit of news, which is my favorite bit of news, John Boyega, aka Finn from Star Wars, is gonna take the lead in Pacific Rim Two. Dope. I feel like he's gonna be. Um... Out of breath. What's his name? Yeah, out of breath, sweaty, of course. <laughs> but also be the son of what's his name? Ooh, Idris. Idris, yeah. Ooh. And find a female robot with the cute who has a cute boyfriend. <laughs> cute boyfriend, cute boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope if they bring back Did the other girl die in the first one? The No, they both girl? lived. Oh, dope. Yeah, I think it was um who was it? Like the Crimson something who died, the the um the twins? A lot of With, them died. Wait, they all died. Even like the, I think the son of the dad, because the dad and the son were both like drift compatible. That's right. Spoilers. So, Sorry, yeah. guys. It's been out for like seen the years movie, like, now. Come years. on. Your now. fault. I want to rewatch that movie though. That was pretty good. It was great. Um, robots. I, I heard this um, Did theory you say robots? that robots. 
That's what it is. You and your homie, you're drift compatible, and you become robots, and you go fight shit. I got hung up on that for a sec. All right, go ahead, Justin. Uh, I heard this theory that they should, like, do a time jump, like, so that way the society has a time to, like, rebuild everything, so that way the monsters could come back and fuck shit up again. So they probably won't even have the same actors from the first one. It might be all new cast, which would be dope. You know, be dope too is if they do that and he finds the one last like fucking Jaeger, and he finds out that he can pilot it by himself. That he don't need a drift partner. Sponsored by Jaeger. I feel like they've already tried, but yeah, I think that'd be cool if he just like he's like one of the other like the first because I guess Aegis was the last one to do it, but he'd be like the first one again who can pilot a Jaeger by himself because it's not possible and you can kill yourself by doing it. But I feel like Finn. John Boyega is too dope for that, so he'll do it by himself. Well, he'll be a son, he'll be out of breath right? the whole time. So he'll but... be in his blood. Yeah, I think it's cool though that like this uh, franchise has been like in the water. Like we don't know exactly what's happening with it, but for John Boyega to come out of nowhere and be like, "Oh, I'm taking the lead for it," that's cool because now you know what's happening and it's gonna it's gonna be in good hands because he's gonna take the lead of it. That'd be cool. Um, so I was gonna touch a little bit about that theory that you said, where it's time jump after they rebuild. I was like, as soon as you said that, I pictured like someone putting in the last fucking cement brick on a building. Like there, <laughs> we're done. done. <laughs> 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 and the guy just goes out of nowhere, just wrecks shit. It's so funny in the movie because they have that wall, and they're like, "This is gonna protect us." And the fucking the kaiju just walks through, just he doesn't break it down. He just literally just walks past it and breaks. And they're like, "Oh fuck, are you kidding me?" That was my one job was to build this wall. You fucked it all up. They need to have a hornet's nest in the front. Have you guys seen that um, Godzilla meme where he comes out? He's like, oh, "I'm gonna destroy Japan." And he sees a hornet's nest. He's like, "Look at the size of those things." Fuck that. Nope. 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 <laughs> and he's walking back in the river with his middle fingers up in the air. He's like, "Nope. Nope. Nope." <laughs> I've seen that. That's amazing. I want that to happen in in this movie. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool, though, to see what happens with him, and I think he's gonna take the series in the right direction that it needs to be, because all it was was just robots and fucking monsters fighting, but now it could be robots and monsters fighting with a storyline. <laughs> nope, nope, fuck. <laughs> That's, That's exciting. But yeah, so let's uh, move away from geek news and get into some uh, comic news. So we don't have an intro for that one either. I don't think we're gonna, <laughs> no, no, we're just gonna go right into it. <laughs> Comic book news just comes and goes whenever it pleases. Yeah, so pretty much there's not like really any big news. Just more DC Rebirth titles are coming out. So Mike, you work in the comic shop, so you can tell us what came out this week. Uh, this week the re- in Rebirth one shots was Wonder Woman. It was the Flash, which had a really shitty cover. It was disgusting. A lot of the covers are pretty trash. A lot of okay, <laughs> the one that caught my okay actually let me uh, Action Comics number came back, but our number not number one came back the Rebirth. It went back to its original number, which was I think ah oh, fuck seven something. No 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 nine hundred something. It was like nine fifty seven. I think it was nine hundred fifty seven. I believe that's the number. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and then Detective Comics number. 936 that one did come out um but i i just realized i don't know why i didn't say this last week uh but all the rebirths are just one shots so after the rebirths release it's just gonna go back to the regular titles where they're gonna take rebirth out so but I, they'll be back on their original numbers huh yeah yeah, yeah. so everything's going back to the original numbers so like 900 and like well just for uh action comics and detective comics yeah just those two batman's gonna have a number one on number two but it's just not gonna say rebirth on number two it's just gonna say batman number two I thought Rebirth was going to be on all of them, but I guess the Rebirth was a one-shot, but it's going to go back to number one. It's just then, to introduce yeah, the series. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like Rebirth the entire time, which I thought was going to be gross. So are they going to go back to the new 52 numbers? Or no, 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 like no. Number one. Number one, number two, but it's just not going to say Rebirth. The only oh, thing okay, that's okay, going okay, back okay. to regular, the old numbers is detective, detective and action. Okay. But the one thing that I saw interesting on, and I might be overthinking this, and I probably am, 
um, Detective Comics on the cover, it was Batman with his cape, but his cape was his his cape was purple. Yep. But his symbol was green. Joker. That's what I'm thinking. And since they talked about the three Jokers, maybe Batman might end up being one the Joker or two. It's just starting off with him fighting the Joker. That'd be crazy if he's been joke like one of the Jokers this entire this entire time. That was like yeah, it was insane when I saw this cover. I was like talking about it, and everyone's like. No, they're like, no, it's yellow. I'm like, no, look at it. It's green. And then everyone's like, holy shit, it's green. So I don't know if they were hinting at something. I I didn't get a chance to read it. Uh, we were just like fucking packed today because of these goddamn rebirths. But um, I saw that. And then more uh, Civil War titles came out. And the one Civil War title that I saw was Amazing Spider-Man. I think number 19 is the one that came out. Um, but it was in the background was Iron Man and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. fighting each other. Yeah. You see, you see the green and the purple, which looks weird. It look um, I'm gonna pick that up tomorrow actually. But um, the Spider Man one, it's Iron Man and then uh, Captain Marvel. They're like looking at each other, facing off, and then Iron Man just like he has his he's face palming, but like he looks like he's just tired of it, of it because it's happening again, and he already knows like it's he's already experienced a civil war before. Why are we doing it again? And I thought it was crazy because like uh, him previously being on Iron Man's side and Iron Man fucking him over. Like is it gonna is it gonna happen again? Which I again I might have overthought it, but just all the stuff coming <laughs> Maybe back. Maybe you're thinking about it, right? Maybe I don't know. The right yeah, amount. Just the right amount. But I saw I, another thing. It was like um, moving back to DC though. Uh, was that comedian could be Joker too? For like Watchmen's comedian would be Joker. Oh, I, I oh, can see that. That'd be that'd be cool, but that'd be like I, I wonder how they're gonna work that in because. Watchmen hasn't been around for so long, so like if he is one of the Jokers, that's probably gonna be one that like nobody would like have seen in a while, or seen coming at all. But yeah, so is that all the comic news really that came out this week? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to find this. I want to find this Flash Rebirth poster or not poster cover because I want to show you guys like how gross it is. It's just a zoom up on his face. It's a zoom up on his face, and then there's another one that like. Is it the variant? Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. This one looks like he's about to whip it. Oh yeah, that's pretty gross. This is so fucking gross. <laughs> it's so nasty. Like I just see it, like like about to whip, and I was like, "This is, this is not what I wanted to see." At this is not o'clock. what I like in my Flash characters. This is not what I want to see at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, but yeah, that's all the news, uh, comic news that came out this week. Um, oh, uh, Scotty Young came out with a adult coloring book. It's all of his covers. And oh, you, dope! And so, if you want to get one and start coloring away. Have fun. It is for adults. So. That's so dope. Yeah, Scotty Young's artwork. If you don't know who he is, he does a bunch of variant comics for uh, variant, but variant covers for Marvel, and also he has his own book out. Uh, I hate Fairyland, but his artwork is just. There's a coloring book for that too. <laughs> his uh, artwork is very dope. It's like a bunch of like pretty much kid baby versions of the heroes, and his drawings are like super popular, and everyone wants to bite off his style because it's so unique and nice and dope. But yeah, I might pick that coloring book up. That sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely fill up your afternoon because it's big. It's fat as fuck. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> nice! What about the, the thickness of it? <laughs> uh, how, how big is it in inches? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> very, very big. It's very veiny. Could you, oh, God. <laughs> Our work is veiny. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, veins in his artwork. Come on, man. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 like fucking maybe thick like two or three inches thick, maybe. Girthy? Yeah, and juicy. Yeah, 
<laughs> Boys with their toys, you know. We're off of dicks, damn it. We're never off we're of dicks. Not, just when we find a way out, it drags us back in. Oh my goodness. All right, so yeah, that's the comic news. Let's get into the next segment, which is not a fighting section this week. We're going to do another list because Justin is afraid to fight me again because he might take another fat L. That's not what happened at all. Thank you for backing me up, Mike. Mike, you <laughs> fucking bastard. That's not what happened at all. I'm glad I got you with that mystical joke earlier, you bitch. That's what you get. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to do a top three list, but it's actually going to be two sets of lists, so I guess it's like six of them, but they're two uh, different categories. favorite and least favorite, I guess. Yeah, so uh, like we talked about earlier, we did Phoenix Comic Con this past weekend, and uh, this uh, influenced this uh, top three list. So we're going to do the top three overdone cosplays that we saw at Phoenix Comic Con, and pretty much at any con you go to, you'll see a bunch of these. So, number three, let's, uh, I'll, I'll introduce it, it was uh, Attack on Titan. So, Attack on Titan is an anime, and it's super big right now. Uh, season 1 was huge. Season 2 is coming out pretty soon. But pretty much, if you see these people walking around with these leather jackets that are brown, and on the back has a patch, and it has, like, a a swords, or, you know, like a unicorn or something, and they have these big-ass swords just walking with them, that's Attack on Titan. And it's a great anime, but it's a very overly done cosplay because it's so simple. It's just a brown jacket and, you know, swords. And skinnies. And skinny jeans. And Justin doesn't know anything about anime, so he didn't see any there because he didn't realize what he was looking at. But there <laughs> were just a bunch of them. Here, watch. When I, I'm going to pull up a it's picture. Okay. It's okay. You don't need to show me. No, no we, we do, do need to we show do you. Need to show you, you need because to know of the pain. But yeah, it's it's uh, overly done, like I said, because it's so easy. But it gets goes a little bit tired after a while. I mean, personally, I think it looks cool because I like the brown jacket look on it. Do you them. remember those jackets everywhere? No, I wasn't looking for them, so I don't remember. Oh, right, I think oh, it's cool. Mind. But it was very overly done. There was quite a bit of people dressed up as it. And yeah, that was number three. So number two, I'll let Justin introduce it and uh, go ahead and introduce. All right. So the most number two overly done cosplay is <clears throat> Harley Quinn. And I don't mind looking at y'all. Y'all still look good. I'm just saying everyone's doing it. Every girl that's a blonde or any just hot <laughs> girl, they, they're going to do a Harley Quinn, especially like the newest Harley Quinn that's popular at that time. So this con, it was definitely the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. And they were all spot on. They were really good. It's just, I saw a lot of them. <laughs> Unless like, I just kept seeing the same girl over and over again. <laughs> it was just kind of ridiculous seeing how many girls are doing it. Let's do, let's give some of these other female characters some shine, not just Harley Quinn. Well, not only that, but the classic costume as well, because no one, I don't think I, they probably don't even know the classic costume or just i don't see why they don't want to do it i liked it i liked it because you're boring i'm not boring i'm just saying i I just like missionary it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i'm talking missionary i'm talking talking missionary you're on top and i'm on (laughs) that's not missionary no i know but anyways yeah so harley quinn definitely was an overly done one uh, but yeah, the Daddy's Little Monster one from Suicide Squad was definitely overdone. I don't know where these girls are getting these shirts from, too, because it's like it looks exactly from the movie. There has to be someone online that like specially makes them. Like This is a whole underground thing where people like get serious with their cosplays, and they'll spend like up to like 500 bucks trying to get it just right, because these cosplays are no joke. Like Me and you, we were just fucking around. We got our cosplays like in uh, the, the day before. Under $20. There's people that planned this shit out for months, and they look good. It's just there's a lot of them. Yeah, so, uh, Mike, you bring up the number one overly done cosplay since he's your boyfriend. I mean, you guys say overly done. I think it's underly done, but whatever. Uh, so, the number one all-time overly done cosplay for at Phoenix Comic Con this year was Deadpool. And, uh, you know, 
I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I saw him everywhere. You look left. You look right. You look from over the balcony. You look behind you. If you're in a panel, you're gonna see at least three of them in a row. You see Deadpool, and I'm not hating on it. I'm loving it because I'm a huge Deadpool fan. But these guys got feel a little bit different. They're feeling some type of way about it. But I can see why. A lot of them aren't even that good. It's just like you don't see any Deadpool's like that have the movie accurate Ryan Reynolds kind of Deadpool. It's all the kind of like Halloween costume Deadpool, and it's always a different variant like um, Thor pool or fucking just some kind of pool. And it's just like they're just throwing two costumes together last minute. It looks shitty. It looks stupid. And I'm tired of it. There, Enough. Are, there were some baggy Deadpools where you can tell like there was a lot of room left to fill out. But I can agree with you. Like if you're gonna do Deadpool, at least try to make it look presentable or make it look aesthetically appealing instead of just throwing on like a morph suit and then painting black on the eyes and then putting on a belt. And it's like, all right, I'm Deadpool. He's trash. That's why. But yeah, that's talking about original costumes. People don't know how to do original Deadpool because, like you said, they mix everything. They're going to do, uh, I'm Nathan Drake Deadpool. I was <laughs> fucking in Deadpool, and also I was in Uncharted. Uh, I'm summertime Deadpool. I have a floaty with me. Uh, I'm Deadpool emoji. I have a hard eyes for my head. I'm like, come on, just don't stop mixing them. Just be Deadpool. Right if there. you're going to be Deadpool. Right fucking there. I have a poster just, of them. Yeah, right just, fucking there. Just do a Deadpool. Costume. Don't mix him. I don't know why they mix him so much. It's just... Because I'm gonna mix Deadpool, Deadpool is like one of the most popular multiverse character ever. Like if you read Deadpool versus I don't want Deadpool. your logic right now. I'm just saying, I saw Pandapool and I lost my shit. I was happy about that. <laughs> so dumb. Because he's so, so good. Pandapool's so good though. Why do they have to mix it with... There's Sailor Moon Deadpool I've seen. There's like girl wearing skirt, but also he's really just a guy Deadpool. So it's like, why are you doing this? It's, Stop! You're ruining the Deadpool name. It's already ruined enough. Because, because it's fucking trash. They do it because I think they do it because of how accepted it is. If you say no, I'm a Deadpool from this universe, and say okay, because they know you can on you can do that. Just sure, that's a thing. Exactly. <laughs> you can put any just dress up as anything. Like okay, take Beef Squatch for example. You take that pop figure right there. You paint it red. Give it bigger black eyes. Say that's Beef Squatch pool. Okay. <laughs> Because you added that pull behind it and you gave it a, a kind of a similar look. It's a like FN Deadpool. I'm pool two one eight seven. Exactly. Oh my god, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. Why would you ruin it like that? You fucker. Or no, they're gonna no. Something gonna, I love so much. No, no, it would be. I, they can either be uh, DP zero zero nine one double penetration <laughs> or DP zero zero nine five, depending on the year that it was made or the issue number. Whatever they want to do, that that's how they're gonna do it. It's so dumb. And then like the more ridiculous it is, the more like people get hype off of it. Like, oh, you're fucking, you're a printer Deadpool. You're just a printer, but you're also a Deadpool. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty what pisses much... me off the most about it. But I and again, as much as I'm a fan of Deadpool, I can see why people will get annoyed of it because they stretch the shit out of that name just by adding the word pool at the end of it. I'm pool Deadpool. <laughs> pool pool. <laughs> a pool guy Deadpool. You like me now? Anyway, so yeah, that's the top three overly done cosplays at Phoenix Comic Con. That hurt. But like, <laughs> like I said, we have two lists for you today. We're gonna do the top three not done enough cosplays, cosplays that we want to see more of because we love these characters or we love what they have to offer to us. And so, Justin, we'll let you start it off because you're ready. So my pick would have to be, and I'm sure in the future with Rebirth, this is gonna get more popular. But right now, he ain't getting any shine. Doctor Manhattan. From the Watchmen. And it's going to be a dope cosplay because all you have to do is be fucking naked. And yeah. you have to work out. You got to get super jacked. Have your ding-a-ling. <laughs> go, go all over the place. 
And there wasn't just in Watchmen in general. There's not enough of it. There was two out of thousands of people. There was two Rorschachs, me and some other dude. And there was no other Watchmen stuff represented at Phoenix Comic Con. So let's just get more Watchmen, more Doctor Manhattan, more Dingling. Yep. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'd be okay with the guy with the blue man group wearing speedos. I'd be okay with that. No speedo. No dingling. <laughs> you, you would not. You would not pass the door. You would not get in. You would not be. <laughs> you know what? That was one thing I was surprised about. They didn't check our bags. So, I know it's, it's completely off target, but I'm just saying that is. They but they probably yeah. They won't probably get through the door. But I mean. I think it'd be cool to see like a, a Doctor Manhattan in the suit, like when he wasn't doing that interview. Oh, that would be a dope <clears throat> cosplay. That yeah, see cool. like a suit that Doctor Manhattan. That'd be cool. I just want to see someone paint themselves blue. That'd be nice. And then just give himself a third eye. And be bald. Yeah, give himself a third eye. It would be easy because in Arizona it's already hot, so you don't gotta wear any clothes. Just oh, get some really yeah. good paint that won't come off. You gotta commit though. If you're gonna go bald, you gotta have ball hair. Well, you gotta or... work out. <laughs> you gotta be buff. <laughs> That's <laughs> the like. Body's easy. The baldness, though, I can't deal with that. <laughs> That's the one I can't do. I gotta shave my beard. You, Damn it! You guys try to picture each other bald. That's weird. Our whole family's bald. I know what I look like bald. <laughs> nice. But yeah, okay. So that's uh, Justin's pick. This is not in any order. This is just our picks that we wish we we saw. <laughs> so I'm gonna say uh, more tracers from Overwatch. There were a couple Overwatch people there at the con, which is cool. There was like a Reaper and there was a Pharah. And I think it was Symmetra or whatever. But I want to see Tracers because she's super cool and cute. And she has a dope costume design. And if I saw those costume designs with, like, tool pistols, that'd be nice to see. And, like I said, she's cute. And I like seeing cute girls dressed up as cute girls. I'm just, I think Nate, the real reason why Nate wants Tracer because he wants a girl dressed up as Tracer. Step right in front of him, turn around, look back at it, and then look at him. She is not the cover, is here. And I'd be like, yes, it is here. And I, hello, how are you doing? I am here. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to see just like her and then the goggles and the cool like. Yeah, I mean it's really cool. It's a, it would be a, definitely a unique style, and it's something that you you know that someone put time and thought into making because that's not a costume you can just put in overnight. You actually have to plan ahead and figure out how you're gonna do it. Especially if you're gonna go with the hair, the goggles, the suit, and it looks like she has like some kind of body armor on, which would also be cool. Yeah, it's like her little pack that she uses to teleport. Yeah, yeah, and then the weapons and then and everything to go together. Like, that's <laughs> definitely something you can't do overnight. You gotta <clears throat> plan ahead for that shit. Something you gotta have is though, dad ass. <clears throat> yes, gotta have dad ass. Everyone so, start doing squats, some yoga pants. So us, if you want us to be Doctor Manhattan, we gotta work out our abs. Y'all gotta work out your cakes. Get your cake game up so you can be Tracer, and we can all just make Doctor Manhattan Tracer babies, Doctor Tracer babies. Nice. Nice. All right. So yeah, Mike, you get to pick yours because you were so fanny for this one. Go ahead. You know, and it's just surprising because I don't see it enough, and I'm surprised. Uh, you see people dressed up as Beast Boy, Robin, Starfire, Raven, but I did not see not one cyborg, and I want to see it. I think it would look it's dope. A travesty. There needs to be more. There cyborgs. needs to be more because there's so much you can do with him. It looks so cool, and you know that someone not only appreciated the character but put time and effort into, but having putting all the LED lights into the body armor, walking around with either a huge gauntlet on your arm or he can just have his his little blaster arm. Whichever you want to do, take your pick, doesn't matter. Or if you're super advanced in, you know, with technology, make it where the hands will switch out. That'll be kind of cool. What do you think? I agree with you, Mike. I think um, <clears throat> Cyborg definitely isn't getting enough shine. Um, more people should do it. And really, um, <laughs> one of the comedians, we went to a comedy show and one of the comedians brought this up. She's like, um, she was black, and she's like, well, I'm a cosplay as Storm, because we ain't really got much else. <laughs> so, like, Cyborg's, like, one of the few characters that, like, pe that black people could actually do. 
So, um, yeah, I'm all for it. I want to see more of that. Nate. I want to see the Terry Dodson uh, cyborg. Oh, the old school? No, yeah. I think it's from Earth 1, I believe. Yeah, which is still pretty cool. Like the dope like flat top design on it, and then like the top light on it that he has. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, I think... I don't know why people don't do more cyborg, but I just... Like I like you said, I think it's just a lot of work that has to go into it, because it, just a lot of the design is based off of like his armor, and that's really hard to get down, and then like the lightings and everything, so I feel like it might be a, a very expensive one to do. Yeah, but they'll walk around with the fucking giant TV box. I don't even know where that shit came from. Where they have a TV for a head and they'll walk around with like... A bunch of Conti's from yeah, yeah, and a bunch of fucking... Like, you'll see a bunch of other ridiculous shit out there. It's like, you could have... you Yeah, your your costume's cool, but... Oh, damn. If oh. I see... You know, I draw the line where I see a dude walking around dressed up as... Yeah, see, that's fucking cool. So I just Google the cyber cosplays and the first one that pops up is like really fucking impressive. Yeah, it's impressive He's like shit. literally just wearing silver armor. That's all he's wearing. But when I see a dude dressed up as Starfire, that's where I draw the lines. Like, you could have been... Cy- oh, you could have been Cyborg. You could have been Robin. You could have been anything else. But really, I feel like everyone's trying... Yeah, I think they're purposely avoiding him. I don't know why. Give the boy some love. Yeah. Give him some Oh yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. Like I just said, I feel like it's just expensive to do. But if people do pull it off, then it looks really nice. So yeah, those are the not done enough cosplays that we saw at Phoenix Comic Con. So if you're a cosplayer listening to this, maybe you take some of these ideas. Maybe you do some of them. You know. But yeah, really. Uh, what I want to say though is a uh, shout out to all those cosplayers out there. Me and Justin, we only did it for like two days, and that was a lot of work. But it was a lot of fun too, getting recognized and like. All the attention uh, you can get from it and just seeing like kids get all excited when they see you and they recognize you. They're like, oh, I gotta get a picture with you. That was cool. <laughs> but yeah, I really do respect a lot of the work that they put into their costumes and how much like time and effort gets put into it. And just for them to get recognized for like a day at a con, which is crazy to do. Nate was mad because I had two people ask for my picture. No one asked. <laughs> it's okay. These two people happened to ask for his picture as I was in the bathroom. Mike was there. Hmm. I call bullshit. My tattoo got recognized. <laughs> this is fucking Gengar. You can't not recognize it. But yeah, that's yeah. So just real, real talk though. Uh, shout out to all you cosplayers out there because you guys really do put a lot of effort and work into your costumes, and they don't go unnoticed because we definitely see you guys and we're like, oh hey, that's this person, or hey, that's that one character, and it's really cool to hear that and to see you guys putting all that uh, work into it. But yeah, that will conclude our top three list. But and we'll also in- conclude our uh, podcast episode this week. Uh, I feel like that was kind of a long episode, so sorry about that, guys. But we just had to, you know, tell you guys Keep about. Apologizing, don't po- apologize. They like it. They love it. Okay, well, I'm not gonna apologize for that. But yeah, we did. We had to talk about uh, Phoenix Comic Con and our experience, and let you guys know how great it is. And if you live in Arizona and you have not been, you definitely should go to that next year or Fan Fest coming up in October. Definitely a fun experience to go. And if you can, you know, try to cosplay. That'd be kind of cool. It's just it's a fun thing to do instead of just walking around and looking for things. But yeah. Do that and also attend panels at the cons because panels are definitely fun things to do and uh, gives you a lot of insight depending on what kind of panel you go to. Very fun stuff. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, we are the Boys With Their Toys. And if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Boys With Their Toys on Instagram. We do our toy photography. We give you updates on shows when they're coming out. We show you the feature photographer's work. And yeah, we're also, yeah, like we said, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, like us and resound us. That'd be cool. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, leave us a review, rate us or something. That'd be kind of cool, too. We'd like to see, you know, us grow. It's really hard to get feedback on iTunes, but those reviews definitely show us that you guys are listening and that you guys are liking what we are putting up. And yeah, and if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, I am at NateTheHuman. And if you want to follow my colleague here to the right, he is... Just Chubbs on Instagram. And my colleague to the left... Kidpool6969 on Instagram. 
So yeah, we really do hope you enjoyed the show and enjoyed what we had to talk about and enjoyed all the gots that we got today on mic because it's always fun for us to do that. <laughs> but yeah, as always, goodbye! Bye!